Oh God, our Father, you have given us a share in the life that is yours with your Son and the Holy Spirit. Strengthen that life within your church that we may know your presence, observe your commands, and proclaim the gospel to everyone we meet. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Our Hebrew ancestors, in trying to discern if and why they should faithfully obey the laws of God's covenant, decided that gratitude for all that God has done for them would be their motivation. How does gratitude influence your response to God? A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Ask now about former ages, long before your own, ever since the day that God created man on the earth. Ask from one end of heaven to the other. Has anything so great has this ever happened, or has its like ever been heard of? Has any people ever heard the voice of a God speaking out of a fire, as you have heard and lived? Or has any God ever attempted to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs and wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by terrifying displays of power, as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes. So acknowledge today and take to heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. There is no other. Keep his statutes and his commandments which I am commanding you today for your own well-being and that of your descendants after you, so that you may long remain in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for all time. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. How has the Spirit of God assured you that you are, in fact, a beloved daughter or son of God. What in your life gets in the way of that assurance? A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption to sonship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may be also gratified, excuse me, glorified with him. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Memorial Day. This weekend, we remember our veterans, both living and those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our nation, our freedom. When you see a veteran this weekend, please be sure to thank them for their service for you and for me. Today is another sort of Memorial Day for Colette and myself. As 12 years ago on this very day, the day before Pentecost, I was ordained to the diaconate a ministry of service. Thank you, thank you. It's hard to believe for us that it has already been 12 years, and boy, do those years go by so quickly. So much has happened these past 12 years, baptisms, weddings, funerals, visiting the sick in hospitals, nursing homes, and in their homes, pastoral care, prison ministry, and yes, the pandemic. But the real reward for us has been the many friendships we have made over these past 12 years. It has truly been an honor to be assigned here at Good Shepherd as deacon. One of those memories from that day was a tradition of Good Shepherd was that the newly ordained deacon would have their Mass of Thanksgiving at Good Shepherd and then preach all three Masses on the same weekend, in my case, Pentecost weekend. Since we had a large family in to visit and be present with us all week, I had asked Father Bender if I could skip preaching that weekend as I just wouldn't have time to prepare a homily with so many of our family and friends in town. He looked at me with that little squirky smile of his and said, Okay, Jack, you will preach at all the Masses next weekend. And I said, Okay, Father, you got a deal. Well, little did I realize at the time that the next weekend was the Feast of the Holy Trinity. Wow, I thought, did I get the short end of that deal? <laughs> How could a baby deacon, newly ordained, still wet behind the ears, ever preach a homily on the subject of the Holy Trinity that is so difficult for us to wrap our mind around. But I had to live up to my deal, so I preached that weekend. So here we are, 12 years later, and once again I'm preaching on the Feast of the Holy Trinity. He volunteered to do that. <laughs> and like then, I didn't realize this was the Feast of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> It was a mystery for me then, and the Holy Trinity is still a mystery for me today. 
a big question for the Christians had to answer about the Trinity was how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were one God. And this issue was so vigorously debated in the 4th and 5th centuries, and the Nicene Creed was written during this period. And by the 8th century, some people were celebrating a Mass in honor of the Trinity, and others argued against such a Mass, pointing out that every liturgy is a celebration of the Trinity. Nonetheless, in 1334, Pope John XXII established the devotional Mass for the whole Church. Trinity Sunday is one of the few solemnities that does not celebrate a person or an event, but celebrates a Church doctrine. The Trinity is one of the most fascinating and controversial Christian dogmas. The Trinity is a mystery, and by mystery, the Church does not mean it's a riddle, but rather, the Trinity is a reality above our human comprehension. But we must ultimately know it through worship, symbol, and faith. The mystery of the Trinity means that there is only one God, Yet, there are three distinct persons in that one God. Each person, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is God. Yet, there are not three gods, but only one. Each person is distinct from the other two, yet they are perfectly united. We could not have ever figured that out on our own, that God was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God revealed himself to us as the most holy trinity. Jesus came, and he said he was God's son, and that meant God was his father. And Jesus promised to send his spirit after he ascended into heaven. So the Holy Spirit is God as well. This is something so mysterious that we believe it because our Lord taught it to us and we believe in him. When we pray to the Father, we are praying to the eternal giver who creates the world and cares for it. When we pray to the Son, we are praying to the one who has given to us as our companion and who shares our human nature. When we pray to the Holy Spirit, we are praying to the one who unites us with Jesus, our companion, and through him with our eternal Father. All three are part of the same love. Three persons, one God. Sometimes I think prayer is a mystery too. When we pray to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we don't physically see our prayers going up to them, do we? But in our heart, our faith tells us that they hear us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit has been engaged in our lives since our baptism, and we in theirs. During this week, be particularly attentive to the presence of God. Each day, direct a prayer to each person of the Trinity, perhaps to the Father, to thank him for the beauty of the day, to Jesus, to ask for a listening ear to thank him to be a better disciple, and to the Holy Spirit to ask for the grace of patience with someone. Try for this coming week 
to engage each person of the Trinity in your prayer. Remember, they are with us always. I find it ironic on this day, the Feast of the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that our baptismal font has been filled for the first time in over a year. I suggested to Father Charity that we use our Easter Vigil custom of having you all process back to the font and bless yourselves while we were singing Wade in the Water. We thought it might be nice, but instead, I invite you, when you leave today, to dip your hands at that font of holy water so you can profess your belief in the Holy Trinity by blessing yourselves in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Just as Jesus told his disciples in today's gospel, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.